Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Two, one, we are live. Okay, guys, I've got a very special guest on. Welcome to the Think Inspired podcast. I've actually been away for the last few days. I've been going in and out of state and it's been pretty crazy time, but I'm super happy to be back because I'm with someone very fucking special. He's doing phase one of our dream body challenge. He's got a few weeks left. The guy's lost five kilograms since he started. He uh, had to move houses during the challenge, which obviously played a big part in, you know, like, a lot of people, when they start any type of challenge and having a big move like that, I know what it's like moving in and out of houses, how hard it can be. But like we had a good chat about like, because you train from home, you don't like work, working out in the gym. So as soon as we got your equipment set up, you started training straight away. So guys, if you're watching right now, drop some love. If you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay. Um, yeah. So Chris, welcome to my podcast welcome to the think inspire podcast and welcome to the q a as well thanks pat good to be here okay so um i'm just checking so if you guys are asking questions type it in the chat box if there's any questions that you want me to ask chris um type it in the chat box he's a full-time real estate agent you're a full-time real estate agent in point cook right yeah man that's it okay cool so any questions that you do ask um shoot them down and i'll be able to ask it for chris so my first question man like why did you why did you join the Dream Team Academy and what stood out to you as soon as you started? I think I just wanted a bit of structure and, and someone to really follow and get guidance from. Um, I've obviously seen your Instagram pop up, Facebook, and sort of see the success stories. I know a guy um, who, who done it, Pete, um, and he was pretty successful at it. So I thought I'd jump on, test it out and go from there. So I noticed straight away that that structure came into play when I had the time um, and mm. when I wasn't moving houses or doing renovations and I felt the structure was there, but obviously fell off the wagon a tad pretty early on. Yeah. And like, that's, that's the realest thing, man. Like things happen, fall off. What, what made you like get back on the horse and like get back on track? Cause a lot of people just oh. stay off track and they don't know how to navigate it. So how did you yeah. get back on? I think for me, I, I as I said to you, Pat, I've, I've done it before and I, I know if you train and you have the structure there, you can get the results. Um, so for me, that was a previous driver, but I just, I knew I was unhealthy. Like I knew clothes were getting tighter. I, I wasn't exercising. I was working as much as I could not exercise it. So I knew I was unhealthy, but just, I guess, the motivation to try to be healthier where you can and still enjoy myself. That, that's what I find the best. I, I follow it you know, the program 70, 80% and I'm still seeing results. So for me, it makes me pretty happy in that perspective. Yeah. Let's talk about habits. I think it's very powerful. So what were your habits like before you joined our challenge? And yeah, what will tell us who Chris was before he started like looking after his health? Oh, I think for me, I, generally I had no really no tracking habits. I didn't track what I ate. I, if I had to get takeaway, I'd get takeaway. You know, every Saturday after work, I'd get takeaway just because it's busy. I haven't, I haven't got time whatever it may be, I, I wouldn't have snacks. I, I wouldn't have breakfast, you know? So little things like that, the fact that I have breakfast every day now is something I've 
really implemented hard. The fact I'll make sure I have two snacks a day. Um, little things like that, I, I don't get hungry at night now, you know? So for me, the structure there's really, I, I don't know, made me more structured and, and feel like I, I know what I've got to do. I've got to prep my breakfast every Sunday for the week, you know? And just things yeah, like so that. So you, you weren't prepping at all before, right? No, nothing, never. Wow, never prep before. Okay, cool. Because you mentioned you did a bit of HelloFresh. So now that you're prepping, man, like what's that been like? What's that change been like? Is it overwhelming? Because a lot of people think, fuck, meal prep. Oh, I don't cook. That's not me. So what's that transition like? I think for me, I'm pretty lucky. Like I'll, on a Sunday, I'll prep pretty much my breakfast for the whole week. So I'll just do the smoothies. I'll put the berries in one bag, all the oats and the protein in another, leave it in the cupboard, which is pretty straightforward. Um I've got the protein bars as snacks during the day, tuna um, and rice for me at lunch and then dinner, sort of whatever's there because there are calories left over. Um, but it hasn't been overwhelming. You know, it takes realistically breakfast for the week takes me five, 10 minutes to do. So it's not like I sit there and I spend four or five hours getting things ready. And then I just, I pick and choose during the week to try to be healthy instead of getting Nando's for takeaway or snits or whatever it may be. I'll have tuna and rice in the office, you know? So it's just in my mind that, you got to pick pick and choose, which makes a difference. So, yeah. Do you still get cravings to like just eat out and like eat off the plan and like? Oh, here and there, but not really. Like if I'm if I'm out for dinner, I'll I'll treat myself. You know, I'm not someone who sort of thinks, okay, you got to stick to the plan and you got to stick to it a hundred percent, or you're not going to succeed. Which I've found different um, with the dream team because. Most plans you get on, you got a trainer. He says you got to do this, 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 this. If you don't follow it, well, you're not going to get results. Whereas you said from day one, Pat, you follow eighty percent, you're going to have good results. You follow ninety, you're going to have better results. You follow a hundred, you're going to have the best results. You follow sixty, yeah. you'll get results, but it's not going to be at the top. You know, so for me in that perspective, I've, I've liked it. And if I do go out for dinner, I'll treat myself. I'll get whatever it is, but I'll try instead of getting a steak with chips, I'll get steak and salad. You know, so I'll try pick and choose. I'll share something with you. So all our students who do 80%, they last the longest. All our students that do 100%, fuck, their results are crazy. But unfortunately, they they, they fall off very fast uh, yeah. for multiple reasons. It's not sustainable for you to be perfect. So like if you can travel from 80% and make that, like when you're at 80% for a long time, any, anyone that's listening who's a part of the team, if you're at 80% with your checklist, just know that becomes 60% because your standards increase. So you have a new threshold for 80%. So for example, like Chris, we're doing like the same weights in terms of what you're lifting. You, you've been lifting the same amount of weights for the last few weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, pick, it's picking up though. Like you, all the workouts you find it, you know, you might be doing 20 kgs on, on dumbbell bench press and then the next week you're doing 25. So you, you feel mm. like you're getting stronger as well. Even, even little things like, your biceps, they're there, you know, try whatever it may be, you're feeling fitter. So it definitely does help. So we do a thing called a periodized training program. And so if he's at 20 kilograms or 25 kilograms, sometimes the best way to get like really good success is if we drop their reps to like six to eight. So at six to eight, you could probably lift 25 to 27 and a half, right? So now your nervous system, which is the energy system that you need to have, like when you drink coffee, like fucking alert, your whole body's on. So when you're lifting weights, your new threshold for pain is higher. So 27 and a half kilograms is a lot easier now. So that's how we, that's how we do things. And that doesn't happen at night. Like a lot of people get injured because they lift stupid amount of weight 
for like really bad form, really bad reps. And I know like we've done some like critiquing with some of your exercises. I, I, was it you that had a bit of shoulder issues at the start? Uh, no, no. Did you, did you have trouble putting your shoulders down into the bench? No, no. no. Okay, so that's another student. But um, how's yeah, your technique? Right, your technique's good. Yeah, obviously, you know the good thing as well. You know, we're not face to face. It's not like I'm coming to see you in a gym and you're saying, "All right, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that right." whatever it may be, but you've asked for videos across the board randomly. You know, you don't expect it, but you might get a message from me 10 o'clock the night before. Chris, when you train legs tomorrow, I want a video of your dumbbell um, press or dumbbell deadlift, you know, or your bench press, whatever it may be. So, No, I, I remember it was the dumbbell deadlifts that we were talking about. You showed me them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember you showing me them. So they're fucking really important because you didn't have barbells at the time, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you said to me, you said, do it with your shoes off. So your feet are flat. Cause I'm, initially I was doing it in my runners. So, you know, you feel the difference as well there. Because I'm how discouraging it, how discouraging is it when you're lifting weights, you got bad form, you know, it in your head and it's like, fuck, I know I should be doing this, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And you don't know who to ask for help. Like how yeah. is that discouraging? It's frustrating and discouraging, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. You don't want to be a pain on people, but you know, you, you're pretty approachable in the fact where if you need something, you message you know and you're always pretty quick so it helps there that even though we're in different states and we're not in front of each other i know in the back of my head if i'm lifting something i might be doing a deadlift and my back might be feeling sore lower back i think fuck what's going on there i can say pat here's a video what do you think and you might say straighten up do this do that who knows but it helps so it's good that there's someone always there whatever it may be you know in that perspective you just gave me an idea man like um i'm thinking about doing like a weight training masterclass for people so you mentioned like technique and form is kind of pretty important, right? So when I come back to Melbourne, and the reason why I don't do it in the Gold Coast, because I have a, I actually have pretty shitty internet connection here. I'm actually hot spotting right now. But when I come back to Melbourne, I've got some really good internet and uh, I've got a little garage room with equipment. So any of our students um, who are part of the team, I'm going to be able to show them like the really hard exercises and critique yeah. them. Um, so I'll do that in the garage because like form is everything. Like I can't explain it. When you're lifting weights, if you want to, like, you want to get good at weight training, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. What, what, I, I what, think what, is, yeah. what are some exercises? Because you did F45 before. Um, what What do you love more? What do you like about weights versus cardio right now? Uh, I, I've always been someone that's like weights more. I feel like I'm a believer you're pumping weight, your body's burning fat either way. You can run 5Ks or you can do an hour in the gym training with weights. I think it feels like you get stronger as well. Whereas, you're running, you might be losing weight or you're on a bike, I cycle here and there. Um, it's just not the same sort of vibe. Whereas if you you got music pumping, you, you're training, you're pumping iron, it feels you know better for me at least. I, I enjoy it more. You're um, stronger. You're getting stronger. Yeah. When you're doing cardio or when you're doing like a lot of running, you can't really see the benefits. You actually can't. You can feel the benefits like your cardiovascular gets better, your, um, your resting heart rate gets better, like all these little tangible things that are really good. But weight training is the only fucking uh, only sport, we'll call it a sport, that actually changes your actual physique. Yeah. I mean, how do you go from like, I know a lot of guys that have, oh, we had a lady who's doing weight training with us. She's like, this is the first time in my life I can actually see my feet. Like when I look down, yeah. I can actually see my feet. So powerful. So fucking powerful. And like weight training will change your body composition. Because let's say you're dieting down right now and whoever's listening, even people in the academy, if you choose to like cut carbs out and just do cardio, you'll drop four or five kilograms within a week. But I promise you, it'll come back on way faster. Way faster. Weight training is the only thing that's going to keep you keep it sustainable. Like my weight 
has been the same for like 10 years. <laughs> like it increases with muscle, but it doesn't drastically go up and down because like habits is the foundation for success. If you're a student in my academy right now, type in the chat box, foundation is the rule for success, okay? Foundation is the rule for success. Cool. So next question, my man. Uh, what do we have here? Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. What was your goal, man? What was your actual goal when you when you first joined? I think I said to myself I wanted to lose 15, 20 kilos. Um, and I, I know when you're on the, um, when you look at the scales, you might not say, look and say, all right, I was this much and now I'm this much, I've lost five, but you try clothes on, it's looser, whatever it may be. So for me, I think it was to lose a fair bit, but I know if I stay on the track, it might take three months to do it, whatever it may be, three, four months of doing it properly, where I had, I think, six, seven weeks where I was really slack on it, you know? So I think if I stay on the progress and I keep going here, I'm going, I know it's going to come, which keeps me keeps me motivated because I've seen it. So it helps drive. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love it. So what, what's the goal for you this year? Like we obviously are finishing up soon, um, but what would be the goal? Like if we continue, like what would you want to get by the end of the year? Oh, realistically, if- it, it, it's hard to, I don't know, put my fingers on it, but if I could lose 20 by the end of the year, feel fitter. I know it's not all about weight and you look at the scale and you see someone who might weigh hey, don't, don't, don't cut yourself short, my man. If you got to yeah. 90 kilograms, how would it feel? Let's be honest. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it'd be awesome. 100%. It'd be fucking great. When's the last time you were at 90, my man? Oh, years ago, bro. I think probably probably four years ago. Mm-hmm. And you just feel better. You feel better. You walk around, you feel better. So yeah, if I could get to 90 by the end of the year, I'd be wrapped. You know what the biggest complaint is when people succeed in the challenge? You know what the biggest complaint is? What is it? Bro, you're costing me a fortune. I got to buy all these fucking new clothes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I've gone through that, man. I've, I've gone through stages. I remember when I dropped 20 or whatever it was with F45 before I got injured, I bought new clothes throughout my old clothes. And then I put it all back on. I had to fucking throw my old clothes out, throw my new clothes out, buy, buy new clothes again. So, you know, it's not the worst problem in the world, though. You're not going to complain Bro, about it. But. We all wake up with problems, man. We have quality problems or problems. I don't know about you, but a quality problem is like something like that, man. <laughs> yeah, 100%, bro, 100%, man. You want that rather than putting a shirt on and thinking, shit, it's getting tight, what's happening, you know? So you're not going to complain there. You're going to go double XL, triple XL, you're going to go medium. Which which yeah. fucking problem do you want, man? <laughs> exactly, bro, 100%. 100%. I love, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, what are some lessons that you learned from being here that you didn't think you are going to learn? And guys, before you start, habits are foundation for success. Thanks for putting that in the comment section, Verity and Facebook user. <laughs> okay, so Chris, what are some lessons that you've learned that you didn't think you were going to learn just by joining the team? I think, I think you know what's funny? You eat more than you usually would. But what you choose and what you pick, it, I think that plays a big part. Um, you eat that, more than you thought you would. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%, man. I thought it was, you know, standard sort of meal or standard yeah. sort of training program where you come on and you got to fucking eat, you know, Nothing. salmon, this and that. And, and it's, it's shit, but... There's the flexibility that, you know, you, you've set sort of goals on protein and, you know, carbs and this and that, and you can pick and choose sort of 
what you want and just try hit those goals. Like I know my protein now, I've got to have a couple of protein bars a day, a protein shake um, halfway through and then even my, my breakfast to really hit that 180 grams and then plus the food on top. So in your head, you look at it and you think, all right, I need that and that needs to be done by the end of the day. It, it sort of doesn't matter how you get there, but as long as you sort of follow the process to get there, whatever it may be, if I need another protein shake, I have another protein shake, you know? So I look at that and, I, and my goal is realistically at the moment to stay under 2,000 calories, but you don't get hungry, that's for sure. You don't feel yeah. like you've got to snack or you've got to go to the pantry and grab, you know, a pack of chips or whatever it may be. So for me, that structure has really helped me in sort of just just what I do, you know? You've got you to buy the protein bars, buy, buy the protein, whatever it may be, but you know it's there. And what and with me working Saturdays, you know, nine till five, doing opens, you don't have time to stop. Before I was yeah, okay. in the academy, man, I was I was going, I was getting KFC quickly. You know, now I have a protein bar in the car or whatever it may be, a can of tuna, just something to keep me ticking over, which has really helped. Real estate agents, because I've worked with a few, you're always on the go. And if you're not prepared, like, you know this, even with like doing opens and like understanding clients and understanding communication, understanding the house, like you need to have a plan. But if you just have a plan for like your career, your health will catch up to you where you can't actually perform at a higher level. So you need to start planning. Okay, what am I actually going to bring to this suburb, to this suburb? Because if you don't, like, what are your options? The options are fucking like really bad. And unfortunately, we don't have like, we're not 22 where we have this roaring metabolism that's constantly burning fat. You know, so what are some of the choices that you're making now um, when you on a, like, for instance, like a Saturday, like what, what type of food choices are you making? Oh, well, what I'll do, I'll, um, I guess I'll start pretty early on a Saturday, like seven o'clock. So I'll wake up. I won't eat that early. I'll go do my boards and flags back by eight, eight thirty. I'll have my protein smoothie in the morning. Um, then I'll have a protein bar at probably 11.30-ish. Um, then lunch, depending how I'm feeling. If, I, if I'm hungry, I'll eat. If not, because it's so tight and there's only 15-minute gaps, um, you sometimes I'll skip it, but usually I'll try to have something small, um, whether it's a you know chicken from home or whatever it may be. Um, and then realistically, I have another bar halfway through the day, probably about three-ish. And then I have What's dinner. your go-to bar right now, man? What are you eating? <laughs> it's those... Um, Smart bars? bars Smart bars, yes. The ones you, yeah, yeah. Do you rate them? How, how, what, what, there's like 25 different flavors. Yeah, I'll, I'll rate them, man. I'm having the cookies and the cookies, cookies and, cream? and cream one, and then also the chalk, the chalk and peanut one. Mm, guys, where, where, where are you buying them from right now? Um, there's a nutrition shop in Altona North. I don't know nutrition what it's called, but that's the one. Yeah. Bro, my gym was right next to that place. I know exactly where you're talking about. It's uh, Miller's Junction. That's the one. So I had a I had a gym like across the like literally na- neighbors <laughs> just around the corner from yeah. me. Uh, smart protein bars, get on it. It's got the best ingredients, aka four or five ingredients on each bar. Whereas most protein bars that you get from Coles or Woolies or Chemist Warehouse, it's like twenty five different ingredients in there, make you feel lethargic, make you feel like really full afterwards. It's got too much processed shit. After eating healthy for a while, it's gonna play a big difference. Yeah, okay. I can feel the difference on them. Yeah, so guys, I've, I'm getting a lot of questions that are coming in, not just now, but before. I will answer them, uh, but i got a few more questions to ask my boy, Chris. So, Chris, what advice do you have for people who are trying to change their habits, even though life is so demanding? Like right now, there's probably going through, I don't know, uh, like they're trying to like leave home or they're trying to move into a new house 
or maybe they got a new job, maybe a new relationship and the partner doesn't really support someone's journey. Like maybe they're studying right now and they're like getting boggled down by exams and they feel stressed or they're stress eat. What advice do you have for people that are trying to change habits? I think it's I think it's worth just taking the leap, man. Like for me, realistically, I I done it at a you know not the best time. Just bought a place, had to renovate it, had to, you know. I think I started the program one or two weeks before we settled. You know, then we settled, we moved in, we had to paint, carpet, everything. There was shit everywhere. But I think it's worth taking the leap. Look, you got to put money out to do it. But it's like anything in real estate. We spend money on marketing, you know, whatever it may be, just to really pump yourself up and and for me i think it's it's worth the money you know and it's it's worth trying it you're not going to lose anything realistically you do it you don't get in the routine well it's it's probably it comes down to you as a person but if you're willing to try it and and really ha- have a crack then it's worth it man and i'd just do it no matter what the timing is you know we went through christmas birthdays whatever it may be but you get around it you know so for me i think you just have a crack and do it. If you want to make yourself better, you're going to make yourself better. Mm, that's powerful, man. I love what you said there. And unfortunately, the old saying goes, and I, I used to you know, like, you either pay the farmer now or you pay the pharmacy later. You always have two options. All right. Yeah. So there's so many people that are living off medication because they didn't look after themselves in their 20s or 30s. I mean, it's fun. It's fun. 20s, fun. 30s, you're probably paying for it and you don't give a fuck. And you have this dad bod now that you're like, this is it for me. And in the 40s, you're like, you get sick and you realize, fuck, it's maybe it's too late to change. You know, and I'm not saying it's too late to change, but if you keep leaving it to the last seconds, it's going to be very difficult. I just froze. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. All good. My, my face is froze, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're frozen on my side as well. <laughs> all good, all good. So I can still talk and the podcast will keep rolling. I've got to answer some questions and... um. There's three questions that the Academy have asked. So the first question is, is it okay to go over in your protein amount, but be under in fats or carbs as a result? So that's a really good question. I would say this, if there was one macronutrient that it's okay to go over, it would be your protein because protein is the the least likely macronutrient to spike your insulin where you want to crave more. So carbs that being first and fats per gram is nine calories. Protein per gram is four calories. So if you go over on your fats, you're going to be way over your calorie limit. And if you're way over your calorie limit, you're going to be putting on unwanted fat. Who wants to put unwanted fat on? I think no one. So that answers that question. Um, Number two, can we replace walking with bike riding? If so, how do we determine how much steps a bike rider will equate to? That's a great question. Um, Chris, you do some bike riding, right? Yeah, man. Talk to me about your bike riding. Like, uh, how much? How how long do you ride for? Oh, uh, look, I haven't I haven't done it probably since sort of last summer and autumn because of the the weather. But when I go out, I try sort of as a minimum twenty five k's. But on times I've done you know forty five fifty k's. Um, I feel it's not as sort of tolling on your body as walking or running like i've never been into running just because it doesn't feel good sort of on my, my knees my ankles whatever it may be it feels a lot more punishing on the body but obviously when you run you probably sweat a lot more you burn a lot more but if you're going for a long ride you're gonna you're gonna lose weight you know yeah if you get into a stage where you go for a ride three four times a week you're doing 30 k's a ride well you're gonna burn calories you know what do you like it's, about running i just like how you get out there and you know if the weather's nice it's for an hour you get you'll get 20, 25 Ks in an hour and it's just cruising, you know, 
but then you hit a straight, you get the wind behind you, you pick up speed. It's it's good fun. I like how you can just sort of get out there and do it. And as I said, you can if you're copping it, you slow down a tad. Whereas if you run, you sort of just you got to run. You know. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Now that gives you guys perspective. Like, get out there if you have a bike and go. But you cannot actually um, exchange steps for bike for a bike ride because there's so many determining factors like are you riding like really fast are you riding slow how often are you riding so i wouldn't use that as an equation however i would say this like let's say you're bike riding for an hour you can easily say if you're bike riding it for an hour pretty consistently that's probably five thousand steps i'm giving you a blanket metric right now i'm definitely giving you a blanket metric right now but that that would be my conversion all right so five thousand steps would be an hour bike ride non-stop all right, next question. Best condiments to have on hand. What, what are you using for condiments and spices and sauces right now, Chris, for your food? Uh, I'm a big fan of chili. Um, chili, salt, my man. Yeah. Sriracha, Good choice. Um, I use chili flakes, just whatever chili there flakes. is really. Even just, you know, fresh chili. I'll cut it you up, like spices, it in yeah? One. Hot yeah, spices. Man, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So anything that's got a bit of kick for me, even if, it's, even if I'm having something bland, I'll just pump it into it and have it from there like – the tuna I have, I don't have plain tuna or lemon tuna. I just have the chili tuna, you know. So for me, I, I try and stick to that because I, I just like it. So, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. I'm going to second that and say hot sauce, sriracha sauce. Just look out for the sriracha sauce. Make sure it's mostly like um, – it's usually filtered water, but like a lot of it has a lot of sugar. So just be wary of how much sugar you're going to be putting on your food. Um, but other than that, like condiments, hot sauce is probably your best option. There are some, like, there's some fucking gems. If you go into the vegetable aisle in Coles or Woolies, they've got like these pesto sauces, right? But just please look at the ingredients. And if you're not sure, and like I think Sonia asked this question, who's in the academy, take a photo of the ingredients and put it into the Dream Team Academy and I'll pretty much review it for you and tell you if it's like no good or if it's it's good. Um, that'll help you heaps. So vegetable aisle, um, and look out for the sauces they have near the like prepackaged salads. I bought a few the other day. They're fucking fire. Um, cool. I love it. Awesome. That's pretty much it. And I'm so sick of seeing my face frozen. So I'm going to call it off. But Chris, I just want to say thank you so much, my man. Um, last words. What, what advice do you have someone that wants to lose their first five kilograms? Just follow the program as good as you can. Um, as I said, I only do 60, 70% of it, but it happens, you know, it's slower than normal, but if you follow the program and you still enjoy yourself, it, it's going to happen. You got to turn it into a habit and not make it like it's, it's a pain in the ass to train. You know, even today it was four o'clock. I hadn't trained. It was 35 degrees outside. I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'll just go do a session, get it out of the way. I'm not doing anything else. And, and that's it. So you just got to get into the habit of doing it and, it's going to happen. My man, I love it. Thank you so much, brother. Your words are powerful. Um, You're leading, you're you're definitely leading your journey right now. And I I just want to commend you on that and say, fuck, keep fucking going. Uh, And thank you so much again. Thanks, bro. All good. Easy, easy. Stay here. I'm going to end the broadcast though. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Think Inspire. Um, We'll see you on the other side. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams 
without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.